Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 7th, and our reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Beginning in verse 6, remember, Paul has been teaching the Corinthian church about giving. And he says this, beginning in verse 6, he says, A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. And I think it's just very practical, right? The more resource we have to sow into the mission, the more fruit the larger harvest will receive out of our mission field. That's why our giving is so important. Again, if the church has more resource than what we're able to do in our city, in our state, our nation, and the world is dramatically increased. When we sow a lot, we receive a great harvest. If we can only sow a little, then it reduces the size of our harvest. So we want to maximize our harvest by increasing our generosity. Verse 7, he said, You must decide in your heart how to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. So it's important that we give for the right reason. We don't give to get. And sometimes people have taken this passage of Scripture and tried to manipulate people into giving as if that was the secret to the American dream and their financial prosperity. No, that's ridiculous. What Paul is saying is that when we give, the harvest we receive back is not financial prosperity. It's souls. It's spiritual growth. It's what's produced for the kingdom of God. That's the harvest. And he says, so you got to decide in your heart, how do you want to give? God wants you to give not because you feel compelled to, not out of guilt, not out of fear, not trying to prove or to earn something from God. He wants you to give out of your generosity, out of your joy for what God has done for you, out of your gratitude for what God has done for you. So our giving is generally an expression of our heart response to our understanding of the gospel and all that Jesus has done for us. Beginning in verse 8, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So when we give freely out of what God's trusted us with, God promises He will provide all your needs. Context here I think is so important. I think what Paul is saying, and I think Jesus taught the same thing in Matthew 6, I think when we give, when we put the kingdom first, when we put missions first, when we put other people first, then we can trust that God will always take care of our needs. It's always amazing to me when I look back on my own story and where I've come from, and we've tried to live generously, and we've always had not just what we need, but we've had more than we need, so we're able to share with others. Verse 10, for God is the one who provides seed to the farmer and bread to eat. And in the same way, God will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. In other words, when you begin living this way and you see God working in your life this way, it actually increases 
your desire to give and to do it even more. Verse 11, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take those gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So we're enriched in every way. So we're not just enriched financially. You know, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. Our giving produces so much life. Generosity produces so much life in us. This is what the Christmas story is all about, right? And Scrooge kept it all to himself, and he's literally dying. But then when he learned to be generous, he discovered life. He was enriched in every way. He probably actually had less money. But he's enriched in every way, friends and life and making a difference and significance. Everything changed. And that's the kind of life God wants us to experience. Then he says, beginning in verse 12, so two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they'll give God glory for your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given you. Thank God for this gift, too wonderful for words. So when we give, man, what it does is it causes tremendous life everywhere around us. People come to Christ. People needs are met. People are healed. Ministry is provided. And then their hearts are full of gratitude because of your generosity. It results in praise and worship to God and even thanksgiving to you for your generosity. And then you get to live knowing that your life, your generosity is making such a difference and blessing the lives of so many other people. You know, it's amazing when you begin looking at what the Bible says about generosity. Giving generosity is not a burden. It's not this law. God is trying to invite us into new life. In America, you start talking about giving and everybody runs away and closes their ears. And it's like, man, God is trying to invite us to live and to experience true life. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that all of us would examine our hearts. Help us to examine how we handle our finances. Help us to examine our level of generosity and to help us to grow in that area of our life. God, help us to to live with limits. Help us to be content. Help us not to fall victim to the whole American dream. Being rich and famous is a secret to life. Help us not to fall into that trap. God, help us to know that real life is found in living generously, just like you're generous. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.